Hello, this is Andrew for Geek News Central. I'm at the Wearable Technology Show in London. So I'm with Jacob, founder of Thrive Wearables. Thrive are a wearable technology development company, or close enough. Jacob, I'll hand it over to you. Tell us what you do. Uh, thanks, Andrew. So uh, Thrive Wearables uh, is a company that I founded about two and a half, three years ago, um, and we focus solely on the development of wearable technology for clients in the UK and Europe. And we take ideas through the prototyping stages of the physical system and the digital parts, uh, and we create proof of principle, proof of concept, and then uh, mass manufacturable wearable technology um, for, for clients. Right. Okay, uh, could you just give us an example of what you might have done for somebody then? Um, yes, yeah, so we've done work for quite a few companies ranging from um, small startups who we help by mentoring, by building out small prototypes, by getting them to the point where they're fundable, all the way through to more established scale-up companies um, and right up to companies like Unilever who have aspirations to be in, in, in the wearable space or in the IoT space. Um, and so the kind of products that we work on are data-driven but physically enabled. So we work on good sensor technologies at the core, uh, followed by good network connectivity and processing uh, all the way into data analytics in the cloud uh, and then creating user interfaces, user interfaces that are driven by um, real problem solving um, and give the users something that's of high value. Okay, so what would a real example are we talking about? A wristband, a shirt, a shoe? or? Yeah, it's a good question. So uh, across the board, anything that is wearable is, is something that we're interested in working on. We've worked on things embedded in clothing embedded in glasses, um, we've done uh, wristbands, wristwatches, we've worked working on a product called Sensate which is currently being pre-sold and we're building out the first consumer version of that. That's a biofeedback system which takes measurements of heart rate to look at stress markers uh, and then feeds back a clever um, signal combining audio uh, and vibration which causes a down regulation and a calming effect on the body so it's a complete loop of cause and effect and those are the kind of uh, sweet spot projects that we like to work on where there's real high value without lots of clicking and swiping and interaction that's unnecessary um, for the user. Okay and, and presumably these are always talking back to smartphones and things like that via Bluetooth sometimes in real time sometimes storing? Yeah at the moment that's prolifically how it works yeah. but what's happening as we move forward with wearable tech is that it's kind of disappearing away from um, lots of connectivity and uh, conscious involvement in its um, in its infrastructure and it's turning into clothing enabled with small bits of battery power sensors things that can talk amongst themselves on the body um, and then wireless elements which can be embedded within clothing as well um, and it's becoming modularized and it's becoming uh, much more um, seamless as a, as a, as a, a tool that gives people good information, useful, actionable information, as opposed to an appendage such as a Fitbit, for example, mm -hmm. um, that, that, that it was sort of novel and exciting for a while and then disappears from favour because it doesn't actually do very much uh, in the way of helping people. Okay. And what do you see the main challenges at the moment? I mean, is it the manufacturing smart fabrics? Is it the power consumption? There are several layers of, of uh, challenges, we say, with wearable tech. The first one is, is good sensor data in the first place, so measuring things um, consistently with a view to consumer products, which are very demanding in terms of what people uh, insist on uh, them doing. So that's the starting point. Then there's the onboard processing part and the synthesis of that data, and then channeling that up into some kind of uh, cloud system or telephone system. Um, which is power hungry, so then you have the battery requirements. So this is the kind of three major components, sensors, batteries, networks. Um, all of those things are moving on slowly sometimes, faster than other times. Um, battery technology is the biggest limiter. Um, 
with the physics of the batteries that we use at the moment. Okay. And what do you see, I mean, you mentioned some of the things in the future, but what do you think the biggest change will be in the next, you know, two, three years? What's going on at the moment are the application areas are opening up and they're also being um, uh, engineered much more carefully in, in niche terms. So there are lots of small niches developing in the broader wearable and um, digital health and, and connected health space. And I suspect in the next few years there will be a, a reconsolidation of some of those niche um, technology um, islands into bigger form factors or bigger um, uh, groupings of sensors and technologies that cause uh, much more resilient wearable technology to exist than we have at the moment. Okay. And if people wanted to know more, do you have a website? Yeah, they can find us on Twitter at Thrive Wearables and they can find us online thrivewearables.com. Jacob, look, thanks very much. No worries. Thanks for your time. Cheers. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done.